Hello, class, and welcome to the 32nd episode of A Plus Anime. I am your theology teacher, Ian Prashell, and this is my TA, my lovely TA, as always, Nato Johnston. How are you? A good day to all, and to all a good day. This is a side tangent. Did you guys ever go to, like, theology or religion classes in school? I did, Uh, yeah, and I hated it. It was the worst. Yeah, because I went to a Catholic school, so... We had Same. religious education. I had to go to a separate school on Sunday, what? like Sunday school, a yeah, Jewish Sunday school, essentially that I like would learn all about Judaism and theology and ethics and stuff. It was actually pretty cool. Um, but yeah. Anywho, speaking of pretty cool things, we have an amazing guest <laughs> guest on today, and his name <laughs> is George Cruz Alvarez. How are you, buddy? Hello, everyone. I'm doing great. So, George, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where might people know you? So, people might know me from the dastardly, dastardly site, Twitter.com, where I'm known to post things. Like, uh, actually, I was going to... So, I'm holding on a tweet. So, here's the thing, everyone. My teacher, mm-hmm. uh, my social media teacher, he wants to write about me in his book. And at that point, I would be an accredited uh, social media thought leader. So, I'm waiting for that uh, that to go in so I can be like, quote, unquote, eating asses woke, George Cruz Alvarez, social media <laughs> thought leader. I think you should. I think you should change your title to social media thought leader. George Cruz Alvarez. That should be like your, it's like the doctor in front of people. Right, exactly. That, right. That, that's going to be your, your title. Oh, that's 30 under 30 media luminary. So, yes. Wait, so social media, I'm changing in our document thought <laughs> leader. All right, we'll just, we'll do this again. All right, everybody, and welcome our very special guest, social media thought leader, George Cruz Alvarez. How are you, buddy? Hello, everyone. Invest in Google Plus, uh, divest in LinkedIn. There you go. Thank you very much. So after that amazing advice for investment. For real. uh, So if you didn't. You probably know me from Mm irrationalpassions.com. This is probably I should plug something, right, for realsies, Mm. uh, where I read about Mm. video games. Yay. Video games. I'm a broken man already. (laughs) (laughs) NATO's done. But, okay, so I, speaking of social media and Twitter and stuff, you also help run the Irrational Passions Twitter account. Am I right? I am, yeah. I'm the social media person, whatever that means. I post tweets. I make art for stuff. I go on Instagram sometimes. Uh, whenever we got content, you got to let people know what's up, except Facebook, because I'm not fucking going near that. And then my then I'm like, I go through all these job applications, and everyone's like, you don't know Facebook. What the fuck are you doing? There you go. I, think, I don't think anyone really Facebooks. knows. I don't think anyone really knows Facebook. No, I, Speaking of Facebook, I'm going to put my face into this document and read something. So on this show, we take the top-rated anime and test them to see if they get an A plus or an F. Even though we really don't rate stuff anymore, we kind of just talk about it openly, and we try to learn a little bit in the process. On today's podcast, on our 32nd episode, we'll be discussing Devil Man Crybaby, the newest Netflix quote-unquote masterpiece. Uh, If you want to follow along with us at home, then make sure you listen to the before spoiler section and the end of the episode when we tell you what our next anime is going to be. Unfortunately, we don't know that. No, I do. I do. I do. It's Ninja Scroll. What is it? Oh. With who? It's going to be with Brendan. uh, Brendan. From. Brendan, no last name. (laughs) Yeah, Brendan White, sorry. From Hungry Gamers. Cool. All right. So we're going to be watching Ninja Scroll with, with Brennan White yes. from Hungry Gamers. Cool. So, yeah, so wait, wait. Just yeah. just a big uh, PSA for that one. Uh, if you are of the younger 
of the the race. Probably just check the rating. Yeah, I was gonna say you... Ninja Scroll, fucking yeah. yeah, that shit goes hard. <laughs> yes, yeah, so nin- Ninja Scroll is very violent. Well, then again, we're about to talk us about a super violent and super nude anime right now so you know and maybe just i would say in a lot of ways devil man crybaby because ninja scroll is old enough that it was sort yeah. of that Gross. anime that if you you would if you accidentally walked into it when you were younger you'd be like i need to fucking go right now like the cops are gonna come in because this <laughs> this stuff is not no uh and devil man crybaby sort of the one we're gonna talk about like you mentioned nato is yeah. sort of hardcore in the same realm yes <laughs> So yeah, so just watch out. If you if if you were cool with what we're reviewing today, you'll probably be pretty cool along the lines of Ninja Scroll as well. I feel like we don't ever do like a content warning, like "Hey, this thing is going to be like blah" or "This thing is going to be blah." So I feel like well, giving a content warning is like against against our our good judgment because we never really do yeah, that, do we? Is that no. I don't know. Anime is anime. You gotta strap in for whatever that may yeah, be. Yeah, Well, like, come on, people. Just look at the fucking rating. To be fair. Yeah, exactly. To be fair, I tweeted when I was watching Devilman Crybaby. I was like, yo, no one told me this show got this buck wild this quick. <laughs> Holy moly. So maybe we should put more content warnings out there with this anime. Yes. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Hey, so if you're not into... But I feel like content warnings inherently tell you what's going to be in the yeah, property, which then kind of ruin like your perception yeah. of it. So yeah, so but then again, that's how it it works, right? Yeah. You want to be prepared. But like, that's mentally. the whole thing with Doki Doki. Like that's the always the Doki Doki. Like it ruins it at the start because it's all like, hey, watch out! There's scenes of like very disturbing things in this, and you're like, oh, well, now I know it's definitely not a dating simulator. It's definitely gonna go places. So. That's why I'm always saying dating is very like, violent. I wish you could be shown that, and then, uh, and then, like, once you accept, yeah, cool, I'm cool of watching this, it erases it from your mind. I mean, I just forgot. Yeah. So that works. What the heck is Doki Doki? Is that on anime? I only watch anime. It's the only entertainment I, mean, I watch. I only watch uh, <laughs> Devil Man Cry Baby and uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. <laughs> God, yes, that's a good. That's a cartoon. that's a big dichotomy that's right there. That's a good there. cartoon. That's not bad. But anyway, before we get started into the actual talking about Devilman Crybaby, let's talk about what we did this week. And since we literally recorded yesterday, things haven't changed. Yeah. So guess what? I watched Devilman Crybaby this past week. And again, no spoilers until we actually talk about it. But I wrote down here, dude, Devilman Crybaby is fucking nuts. And uh, yeah, it's nuts, man. It goes places. Well, like I, and, I've watched geez. some anime since last episode. I watched, I watched the. We two- literally recorded twelve hours ago. I, what if? What did you? Okay. <laughs> that's all I watch: anime and D and D and video games. That's my life. <laughs> uh, no, right, I watched the two new done, episodes Nato. of Boruto, and they are finally getting to into their like slash Zabazar kind of arc, and I'm so excited because they're out on their first mission. They're doing stuff. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Yeah. I love that show. So it's good. Yeah, I love Boruto. Wait, did you say Zabuza? I don't know anything about Naruto, but Zabuza was the guy with the fucking giant sword from yes. season one of yep. Naruto, which is yes. the only thing I've ever seen. Yeah. So yes. I have. Yeah. But this is in the future. So Zabuza has a son or something? No, no, no. I mean, like, they're getting into, oh, like, the cool. arc that's similar to how, like, the Zabuza uh, arc. Oh, went. I get what like, you're where, saying. I get what you're where, saying. Yeah, yeah. So, like, it was real kitty until the Zabuza arc, and it's right. all like, oh, yeah, blood death and. People are dying, and it's all like, oh, shit. Thematically, it touches on Zabuza. Yeah. Big sword, man. Yeah. So, I actually have a question for you, George. Yeah. Uh, When you watched Devilman Crybaby, did you immediately get into Japanese rap after? 
Um, so here's the thing. This is the one of the things that made this show pop on Twitter because people shared the the, the rapping segments from the show. Uh, and it didn't hit me mm-hmm. until like the third, like the the one where he's rapping about how much he likes. Uh, I forget her name, but that's the one. I was like, oh wow, this is extremely good, actually. For some, I don't think I don't think I was paying attention during those segments until I realized this is fucking fantastic. Uh, so no, mm. I guess not. Um. <laughs> Yeah. For a P- well, another PSA for that: If you don't have subtitles on, it doesn't translate that rap for you. Yes. If you have it in English, which was so. Yeah. So the first two episodes didn't know what the rap was about until like the third episode, where I was like, "Oh fuck, I haven't got like I always have subtitles on. Usually, like somebody must have turned my subtitles off." And then yeah, mm. realized that they actually translated the rap for you. And now I'm like, I still need to go back and listen to the first two episode raps because I've it's, totally missed um, them. It's really, it's it's all really yeah. good. And like the way you look at how they move, they're like, like everyone calls them on Twitter the SoundCloud rappers, and I love yeah, that definitely because like j- like Japan SoundCloud, I don't think it's like really a thing. So like all the Japanese people that I know that have watched it, they're just like, yeah, they're just the rappers or whatever, or like they they remind this person of this rap, the Japanese rapper. But like in America, universally, everyone calls them the SoundCloud rappers, and that is that gives me life. That really just goes gives me life. Uh, so the reason why I asked you is because the rappers in there. The, in the Japanese voice acting, because I, I listened to it in Japanese with uh, English subtitles, uh, is that they're actually famous Japanese rappers called DJ Rowe and Ken390. Right, I saw so, someone like, uh, shout out their Spotify. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and, like, they're good. Like, I went and, like, found some of their tracks, and, like, I was, like, really well, impressed with Even, like, the tracks on Crybaby are real good. Even, even, yeah. even the first two episodes, which I listened in pure Japanese and had no idea what was going on, sounded amazing. Yeah, it's... It's cool, man. And, like, I think my favorite part of it is that, like, I mean, rap obviously has a connection to the U.S., right? So, like, every once in a while, you'll have the Japanese rappers say something like, make money. Be like, like, and it just, again, life given. Like, <laughs> ore wa gonna na make money. Like, and I hear that, and I'm just like, yes. Like, what what else? They say, they say make money in English. They say, um, uh, they say, like, something about, like, uh, uh, drug they say they say like a gun name or whatever and like it's so funny if you listen to the raps in this show they don't say, they're not like oh do drugs is like nah man doing drugs is lame i don't have a gun my words are my gun i'm like yo it's like dare right now i love it like anywho so i got really deep into japanese rap this past weekend and then i watched a breakdancing anime uh called tribe cool crew again from like 2015 and that's pretty much all i did so nato what do you do Besides Boruto. Uh, Besides uh, Boruto. Uh, prep for D&D that we're going to be doing later this Salvo, and that's about it. What is an Arvo, for people that don't know? Uh, afternoon. It's the short... Cool. F- uh, Australian slang for afternoon. Cool. I'm into it. George, what have you done this past week? Uh, in terms of anime-related, I decided early in 2018 that, you know, 2018 is going to be the year I get into anime. And then I started watching Devilman Crybaby, which we'll get into, with my <laughs> girlfriend. And I was like, oh, no. I don't know if I should. But in my journey of uh, anime, I have watched some motion pictures relating to anime yes. and a new season, a new series that uh, started this season. Uh, I watched Summer Wars for the first time. I got that for Christmas. Yo. That movie is fan. I, spe- I, f- I figured that you specifically would like that. because the- So me watching Summer Wars, I was like, this is a lot like the Digimon movie. 
this is a lot like the Digimon movie, actually. And then I made that tweet, and then I was like, you know what? I'm going to do some research. And I was like, oh, fuck, this is the guy who made the Digimon movie. Um, yep. And I know you're a big fan of Digimon. Um, but that was awesome because, I, like I said, I, I loved the concept of that movie. And if anyone told me that Summer was like, oh, yo, it's the guy who made the Digimon movie really, like, delivering and expanding on that concept and, like, to its full potential and also adding sort of a familial, like, element to it that's really touching, I would have been on board f- fucking forever ago. Um, but, yeah, Summer Wars mm. is fucking phenomenal. Um, yes, it is really good. Uh, like, art-wise, it's amazing. Yeah, yes, totally. Oh, man, like, uh, f- when I get I, – I, I'm – pre-order i'm planning on finding the money like to get the girl who leapt through time and uh wolf children uh i have some other stuff but yeah both really good yeah um and the, but and the girl who left time is fascinating because that only recently became like easily available am i correct there yes possibly like it was I mean, hard that happens to with, like, get a bunch of anime at, at a certain point yeah. I think I think it's like this new phase now they're going through like a lot of the streaming sites where they realize like oh shit we better get the movies as well to be able to be streamed. Mm-hmm. So like a whole but like Crunchyroll and Funimation and like in Australia Anime Lab have started bringing like a whole bunch of the movies to the streaming devices while before it was purely just TV shows they're starting to bring anime movies now which mm-hmm. is real good because there's few that I've watched that it's like super hard to get a hold of especially in Australia. And I also started watching the Junji Ito collection, the anime, uh, yeah, because I'm a, a fan. Because I'm a big Dang, fan. Dang, dog, you're really going into some messed up stuff, huh? Yeah, I, I, I've, I've only read Uzumaki and uh, part of Gyo. I, I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, Ian. The shark one, the shark horror anime one, the shark horror. Gyo. I've never, I've never seen it, okay. but I wouldn't be surprised if that's how you say but, it. But, but yeah, and I, I love those books so goddamn much. Like, uh, I think like. It, it, it's interesting, like, when you see an artist create, like, create something, like, you, no way your mind could have possibly imagined, and for Junji mm. Ito specifically, it's horror, and it's, like, fucking fascinating how awful and just disgusting uh, yes. the horror can be, uh, and yeah. I, mm. especially Japanese horror, just, they do such a great job with it, like, it's, like, tension horror rather than, like, boom, horror, like, Americans seem to, like, steer towards like western in general horror seems to steer towards but i only saw the mm. first episode of this junji ito i guess this, this effort to animate his works and i really was not feeling it it didn't apart from like the key characters the rest didn't really feel like they would be in his style like you could tell that the focus like okay we're gonna really focus on these key characters to look like they did in the manga and the rest just it just doesn't it, and it doesn't work because in the manga it all feels like an in- there's an incredible attention to detail and a, a real care there for how uh, that style of the the author and it's kind of a bummer. I don't know, but mm. I haven't seen the newest episode. If you if you mm. if you kind of like that, not the style like the style of storytelling. Oh, what's it called? Y- yam- yami sh- Shibi, I think it's called Japanese ghost stories on Crunchyroll as well. Is real good. I think they're on to their like fourth season. And that's, like, individual stories, ghost stories and Japanese horror, like, lore and fantasies and stuff like that. They're real good. They're real, real good. Mm. But, yeah, that's all the anime stuff I've been up to, folks. Speaking of uh, before when you were talking about Junji Ito, I feel like a lot of his, his work inspired uh, Bloodborne. Ah, uh, yeah, I, I would agree. I, I, you could definitely feel, man. And the Dark, and the dark Soulsy and stuff, yeah. That's a video game. Uh, yeah. That's a thing. Definitely. 
But anywho, uh, so I the next part of the the show we usually do a brief explanation of the anime, very brief. But I feel like it's kind of hard to describe well, this one. It's pretty easy. Uh, <laughs> is it though? Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess I'm thinking of it from the from the finale backwards, right? No, like, yeah, I think just, from the first it's episode, just, it's pretty it's just easy like two, to explain. Two lifelong friends, and like one of them ends up getting imbued with like a demon. Like in this in this universe, demons have existed since like the beginning of time, and like they've always lived on Earth even way before humanity and then yeah through whatever means what one of the main characters gets imbued with a demon which is like their only way of coming into our reality is to like possess a human but he is able to maintain his own like mind and his his humanity his humanity so like he's got he's got the powers of a demon but he's still like a human in mind body and soul i mean in mind and soul right and he's like can transform into a demon and like it's all about him trying to fight other demons, but it goes, it, it, it goes on a big tangent, like further down into a couple of episodes in, but that's the easiest base kind of plot explanation. Yeah. By the way, sorry, random side tangent. NATO. Do you remember when I texted you about this anime when I was on the plane to Korea? Yeah, that was funny. So for, Cause you, for context, the George, scene, so it was like, it was the entire thing essentially. Yeah. Like, so I went to Korea last weekend, right? And I downloaded all the episodes of Devilman Crybaby on my phone because I just had a Netflix app on my phone. So my girlfriend and her sister and her sister's friend are all sitting in one aisle by themselves. I'm sitting alone with a Korean couple next to me. And I'm just watching this on my phone in front of me. And like then a very graphic, I think it was the club scene, the very beginning part of the anime happened. And like, it's graphic. It's like gross. There's like, titties everywhere there's blood and i'm sitting here like oh no i really hope no one's watching me while i watch this and i turn my head to the right and thankfully the korean couple was asleep and i was like whoo safe <laughs> and i text nato and i go dude piece of advice don't watch devil man cry baby on a plane and then he's like what do you mean and i explain the situation and he just sends me like five lines of just all ha-has like, <laughs> right after because like i like as soon as i boy. finished watching that i started bugging you about it because you you were like eh, i don't know if i'll watch it and i was like i need you to watch it because i need to discuss the end and stuff like that yeah and then you're and like yeah yeah i'll watch it on the plane but i didn't really get that and then yeah when you send that i was like oh Oh no! <laughs> Definitely an oh no situation. Thankfully, no one. I don't think anyone saw me. I think someone might have saw me on the train though, on the subway going in, because I remember distinctively looking at one guy and he, he kind of gave me this like curious look, like oh what's that kid watching? And then like I looked back and he like kind of scooted over to the left, like away from me after I, like after he got a peek of what I was looking at. Man. Uh, but anywho, after that, yeah, I was judged pretty hard on the train for this. So after this, we usually try and give like design inspirations and focuses. So. I know that for those that don't know, Devilman is actually based off of slash like the same property as the original Devilman from like the 70s and like the tons of OVAs up through the 70s into the 90s. So this is, I guess, kind of like, I don't know the exact word of saying this, but like it's a revival or like a reinterpreted, a reinterpretation, like what would a re-release? Like what uh, would you call this, from guys? From like, watching the few ep- I so I think a lot, there's been a resurgence in that original OVA. Uh, since Devilman Crybaby, and from the first few episodes I saw, I was like, this seems like a pretty straightforward reboot to me, or like a reboot, remake. That's the word. Uh, yeah. Like, it feels like, <laughs> if, like, we're gonna bring, we're gonna take this old thing that you liked, and we're gonna remake it, and usually that turns out bad, but I think Devilman Crybaby came out really inspired and 
really specific and different and exciting. Uh, but from what I saw, it, it was like, yeah, this is like that you're taking that old story and remaking it. Um, yeah. So I guess it's in, but like, what is it design wise inspired? Did you guys see any like design elements that were inspired by something else possibly? Like I couldn't think of anything besides the really good, uh, like the Sakuga high animation quality moments kind of reminded me of like, like trigger in a little bit of a way, like where you, it jumps from like these like low quality slash like kind of uh, cutty animation jump to something that is like super well done, super high frame kind of like all the running scenes like that, that that reminds me a lot of like trigger sort of style stuff um for me i think uh, since i'm such an anime baby like i i, I know i came in here folks we've been like oh i've been watching summer wars but also i've been watching i've watched summer wars in the year of our lord 2018 so i'm a little late on the bandwagon here <laughs> so i don't know that much uh but when you mentioned trigger i i am familiar enough with that that like yes that is something that i definitely thought of when i watched this um mm. and Part of, from the one episode of Samurai Champloo that I've seen, uh, it kind of reminded me of that. But again, yes. I'm a fucking baby, and I know you like that anime a whole bunch, uh, Ian. Yes. Uh, yeah, and like I definitely do see the comparisons. That like I, obviously like there's rappers in this show, right. and there's like there's like a there's like beatboxing in the show, and there's also beatboxing in Champloo. Um, and actually, I think a lot of the design of the main character post transformation reminds me a lot of. Um, of Mugen from Samurai Champloo. Yeah. Yeah, the hairstyle is very, very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, or not the way they act. I don't think they act necessarily the same way. No. Um, but there can definitely be. Actually, if you look at, um, it, think in your mind's eye of what Mugen and Fula look like, and then think in your mind's eye of what Akira and Miki look like, it, very, very similar, I yeah. think. Right? So shout out to, to George for that comparison right there. Because mm-hmm. the, I think design, like look-wise, they're very similar. Yeah. Uh, Nada, what do you think? Any design inspirations or focuses you can God, think of off the top like, of your head? It's like it has a lot of like the art of like really old. Like it nearly has the style of old anime. Like, yeah. Sit- I actually just mm. thought of but, one once you're done with your thought, Nato. I actually just thought of a like, pretty really, specific like, pull. Even like if like like the style of Astro Boy, but just, like drawn now, if that makes sense. Like. I think they've redone huh. Astro Boy a few times, but like it still has the like simplistic like draw lines and stuff like that. But then they just I don't know. It's it's see like you look at it and it's it seems simple that, but then like the more you look at it, it's actually really complex. Like the colors mm. and stuff like that. It's so it's such a weird. I don't know. It, yeah, it's super hard to des- describe of like how it like is so simplized, but like I don't know. I think it kind of jumps back. I think it kind of jumps back to the trigger stuff where it's like it, they're simple. It's like, think about Gurren Lagan, right? Think Sorta, about like, though, the, but the, like the designs Lagan, at their base like, are really still simple. still has like the line designs of like, it's still complex in its line designs, but they like Devil Man Cry, it seems simple, the character design, but then it's like not at the same time. Yeah, so. Yeah, I'm saying they have room to grow. They, they have room to jump from like really simple mm-hmm. to really complicated. Yeah. Like the designs are, are visually. Uh, like different enough to be like oh yeah that's definitely the devil man and then like when he stretches his proportions or like these crazy fights happen or if they when they run like morons during the track sequences you're like no i get it are you are y'all familiar with the film belladonna of sadness no no i feel like it sounds familiar. so it is uh sort of it was an anime film made in 1973 uh it was this 
sort of movie that sort of got lost to time. And then back like in two years ago, it, the, they re-released the print of it. Um, it is this very uh, provocative for its time and very sexual Whoa. and very hyper-violent uh, and psychedelic film. Um, and it reminds me of that. It, obviously because there is the sexual nature, um, uh, but... It, also, that sort of simplicity, uh, but but when things when Devil Man wants to show off, it can fucking show off, and it looks yes. gorgeous. And mm. Beldon, yeah. it reminded me of Beldon's Sadness in the same way that that movie is mostly just stills of anime, like just like a drawing. And then when it really wants to uh, go at it, and usually it's depict something really sexual or really violent, uh, then it really shows off like how talented this team is. And it reminded me a yeah. lot of that. Uh, Specifically, yeah. if you, when yeah. we have monsters here, like tearing, like becoming like fucking vagina monsters and stuff, and like it's very <laughs> carnal and it's very, um, uh, it, it's very uncomfortable to watch. And Bel- it reminded me a lot of Belladonna said, There's probably some fucking again. I, I'm making myself look like I know a lot more about anime. Like, oh, this uh, this really ancient tome of anime right here. We got Belladonna of Sadness. Really. <laughs> the sacred text. Yeah. The sacred text. Um, but yeah, if, if you um, have the time, check out the, the YouTube channel yo, for that. Yeah. It is buck fucking wild. <laughs> yeah, dude, I just googled it as you were talking about it, and the second I saw it, like first stills on the Google images, I was like, no, I can definitely see how this could be inspired by this mm-hmm. slash like take some liberties from this. Like even the color schemes in this. And the way the characters look, I can definitely see there's a connection. At least, like you at least have, a small you have scenes like one. when they're walking in just normally out in the, the open and talking to each other, and then like like we've we mentioned it before, so it's not really a spoiler really at this thing. But like the club scene itself, like the the colors that pop and like light up in yeah. like the background of that scene, are like nearly equal to some of the best animation I've seen. Yeah. And in Belladonna like, of Sadness, there is a scene where there's a giant orgy in that movie, and everything's moving and colors are happening. Uh, and yeah. when I watched Devil Man, I was like, "This reminds me a whole lot of this one thing I saw." Yeah, God, it's it's real good. It's it's real good. Mm-hmm. It's a real good. Um, anywho, so yeah, so the, I thought we were gonna have anything for the design inspirations, but we we ended up coming up with a couple of good ones. So yeah. I'm very proud of us guys. So. <laughs> This segment, I've I've renamed to the this and that segment. So if you like blank, then you'll also like Devilman Crybaby. So George kind of already gave us one with Belladonna of Sadness. If you enjoy the animation style of that, then you're probably going to like the this as well. Um, do you guys have any uh, ideas off the top of your head of like, if you like blank, then you'll also like Devilman? Uh, if you like uh, The Black Parade by My Chemical Romance. My Chemical Romance? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's a thing, huh? Yeah. Did you guys ever watch the Tron... Um, mixed media like anime sort of thing yes. it came out like so yeah there I feel I don't know if this is true or if there are any t- connections here even tangentially but like I the music in the club scenes the focus on the cars and how they move and how their lights move in the darkness I felt like when I saw that I for some reason my brain was like Tron like the Tron animated series on Disney a while ago yeah. um the Tron animated series does not go there sexually, if that's what you're <laughs> curious about. But I'm saying if the Tron series design-wise, I feel like does – there are some parallels I think you can definitely make. Um, George, what do you think? Oh, yeah. Um, hmm. I immediately – again, because I'm not as knowledgeable. I immediately want to say something like Trigger, but I feel like that isn't really doing it justice. Even, even something is... from, like, like Western – Something culture. Western? Oh yeah, man! Even, like movies and TV shows that oh. can, that you could flick over to this. I got one. 
I got one for the Western. What do you got? Uh, the shit from Cartoon Network, uh, the the Armageddon rock ones, uh, Death Deathlock or whatever. Oh, oh yeah. Deathclock? Nice. Was it Metalocalypse? Is that what it was called? Metalocalypse, yeah, yeah, yeah Metalocalypse. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's a well, like, there's, 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 there's an easy one. Like there's an easy comparison. Uh, if if you're a big fan of Berserk, like the animation Berserk, yeah, like the I would say Berserk. that actually. Yeah, because Berserk is like the guy who made Berserk is like 100 percent heavily inspired. Yeah, he yeah. said he's heavily inspired by Devil Man. So, and even even old 80s anime movies, like the old and like adult anime movies, like Demon City, and I think we've already mentioned it, Ninja Scroll. Like that, just that hyper violence and hyper sexualization, and they like mix it in with this just intense story that like provokes you either in a negative or a positive way, but it never makes you like apathetic. Like you always will have feelings about the these kind of movies and animations for the for the better. Yeah, or the Evangelion's worse. another big inspiration. Yeah, Evangelion. Like, I'm I'm thinking of like the. Like a lot of people, when Devil Man came out, a lot of people, especially big anime YouTubers, were like, "The original Devil Man uh, was like inspired this and this and this and this." And like one of the big things is that Evangelion. I would say Berserk. Spe- yeah, like you said. specifically the end of Evangelion, especially when this show God, really yeah, picks up. From what I've seen at the end of the. <laughs> Wait, I've I've. Can you guys not get mad at me? But I've never seen Eva. Eva. Me either. I, I've, but, I've never actually seen it. From start okay. to finish, but from yeah. what I've seen, from the themes and like just what I picked up from like being on the internet, we, we just uh, lost like half our audience as well. They just yeah. like turned off. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> hey, it's my girlfriend's favorite anime, and she she screamed at me one time. And Nato, you've met my girlfriend, yeah. and my girlfriend is this quiet, very calm girl. And then I told her that I never saw Ava, and she goes, "You should never do a podcast again. You should never do anime podcast if you've never seen Ava. You're not a real anime <laughs> fan." And I was like. I was like, wow, thanks, Cow. Have you been to the internet recently? Because you have very similar opinions to the internet. Thank you. Uh, like, she ripped me. But no, there's probably some sort of, like... Because what I, what I think of Devil Man, I think of sort of abstract... Uh, maybe a little bit Lynchian, but also a little bit uh, Eyes Wide Shut. Um, mm. And also, like... I'm trying to think of some a little bit. Actually, you know, this movie reminded me a lot of Blade Two. I think specifically because of that nightclub scene and because they're doing so many things with creature design and us uh, yeah, uh, and the Blade detail and the Jesus. violence. Uh, Blade yes. Two, I think, was the, the one thing that I immediately came to mind when I was watching this. I didn't even make there that comparison. That is a great comparison. Mm-hmm. I think we made some good connections here, boys. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so if you like my 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 uh, takeaway from this is if you like Metalocalypse, you'll also like <laughs> Devil Man because it will it will it's well I'd say that as a joke, but I also think like Metalocalypse doesn't have the emotions obviously no, that sure. Devil Man has, but like if you like that like a show that go like goes there, Metalocalypse goes there in those final scenes. I think that you will also like a show like Devil Man that goes there just in a different way, right? Mm-hmm. So now we're gonna get to our non-spoilery thoughts on the show. So. I guess, I'm not going to go first. So I'm going to let you talk, guys go we've first. We've talked about design. Cause like, yeah, yeah. So, like, even music in this. like it's it The music is like, fucking incredible. Are you going back one? You're going back one for the inspirations and stuff? No, 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 no. I'm just saying music in general. Like, Oh, this, you want to talk about the non-spoiler thoughts of the music? Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, cool. yeah. Um, go for it. Like, it does this thing where it just goes pure silent in so many scenes. And it, like, and, like, purposely. Like, it's not lazily silent. Like, it's, like... Here's the moments, because, like, 
all of a sudden it will just start building up to these big, like, either, like, the dance scenes or even just heavy music or just even the rap scenes. Like, the rap scenes have no, sometimes have no backing track. It's just a pure freestyle raps and stuff like that. They, oh, man, they just mix, like, non-silent scenes to completely loud scenes very well that, like, just give emotion, like, so much emotion to every scene. God, I love it. Yeah, it makes it more grounded, I think. Mm. Like, especially, like, I listened back to the rap tracks um, and the freestyle rap stuff again. Um, and, again, you're right. There is no ambient noise. It's just them talking and, like, doing the rap, and then it'll cut to different scenes. And I do feel like that does make it feel more grounded, even though in a show like this, th- how could you possibly be grounded? Uh, but you do you do get a lot of scenes, and I'm thinking about them now at the top of my head. There are a bunch that are just very human and grounded. Um, so... What are your non-spoilery thoughts, George? Uh, my non-spoilery thoughts are that it is a very sexual and very violent anime, but I think in the end, uh, the violence and sex is there to back up its themes uh, and its uh, motifs. Um and I think it does it very well. And I haven't mentioned this. And I know I should have done, probably done this, but I haven't seen the entire show, but I'm fine with being spoiled on it because the internet spoiled a lot of it for me. Um, the internet did, yeah. did do a lot yeah. of spoiling. <laughs> but um, yeah, I really like it a lot. And, and I think I want to have this conversation with you because I still haven't come to, ter- as being someone who's new to anime, I haven't come to terms with the fact that like, okay, I'm fine with sex and violence. I think it's, I, I personally enjoy it, but I can also understand, I also feel a little bit of guilt and I also understand how it could be, it can it feel like a barrier for some people. Um, mm. And mm. all art has that, but with anime, perhaps because it is, uh, a lot of people will always like defend, oh, video games are art, they're big time, big time video games, you know what I'm saying? But anime is, <laughs> in the viewpoint of the general public, is so fucking low that I think it gets yeah. scrutinized even harder. Um, yes. And I wanted to talk to you guys about that. Um, how do you think that the sex and the violence, um, like in the show, do you think it's meaningful and necessary for the story they are trying to tell and the characters and world they are trying to build? Hmm. Um, but I mean, define define meaningful, right? Like, it all depends on the person, right? right? Like, someone might be very adverse to sex and stuff in this animated form, but then they might be completely fine with that in like in a movie, right? In a, right, in a sure. live action movie. Um, and I think that like devil man's history after learning that, I think it really informed how I think about the show on a macro scale in terms of the anime world. Right. And I think that most of the time when you are, so the history of the devil man series is that way back when in the seventies, eighties, right? This anime really pushed the boundary and then that pushing of the boundary opened the door both uh, narratively and visually for tons of other anime to follow it and to push the boundary even further right and it kind of like pushed the the boulder down the hill for anime to go there in a in a weird way and i think that without past devil man doing that we wouldn't be able to get a devil man slash the anime world we have today right and i think that the anime industry in general like usually, like I don't think it should ever be cut off from doing things that are outside the norm. Absolutely, right? yeah. It should never totally. be, yeah. It should never be in a place where people are like, "Ew!" Like, yeah, you're you're drawing these like sexual, like violent things, right? Like, you know, there's a there's a place for everybody in the art world, and I think that Devilman deserves its place. Um, but 
I don't know, for people that are kind of turned off by that, I understand why they would think that way. But at the same token, I don't know, like, there, and like I said, there's a place for everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think this place, this, this show deserves its place, I think, for the, for what it does and what it's trying mm-hmm. to say. And, what and I think confused. part of me uh, feels a little bit guilty because so like Nato mentioned the music a little bit and this does a good job of all, having the rap, the hip hop there and also has these bizarrely, weirdly good pieces of slice of life music when he's just hanging out with the family. Like it's mm. the most cheery, wonderful stuff. But then when you go to the action scenes, it sounds like it's fucking dirty and nasty. It's a hotline Miami RoboCop Brigadier. Yes, yeah. yes. Just fucking yeah. dirty doing cocaine on the fucking glass while a bunch of like strippers are next to you. Um, and it like, just stuff you want to drive at night. It's just really seedy stuff. Um, and for me, when I watch the show with the sex and the violence, I'm like, I get really fucking into it. And I think I get, uh, because I enjoy, I think, and deep down, I had to like confess to myself, like, I just love this shit. And I know it's not for everyone, but like, part <laughs> of me just loves this fucking But it's stuff. like, it's like, yeah. like as much as we like we're trying to pretend in our normal lives sure. that like, nothing is like that but like you can go out at night and those everything like that is there like it's 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 our society and that that's why i like that it's like it's like yeah society's fucked like we pretend Mm. like this it's this sugar-coated like beautiful christmas cake but like once you start digging into the cake it's just sex drugs and just fucking disgusting and i think devil man uh Obviously, there's demons and stuff, but the a lot of the human characters are pretty despicable as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like who's Agreed. the real? Demon? I mean, <laughs> who's the real yeah, Walking Dead? I mean, dead? that's kind of like the tagline of the show. It's like, yeah. But back to what you're saying before, George, is that in my head, right? When I think of sex in anime, I think of kind of like this this ongoing thread in this podcast has been fan service, yeah. right? I think to like. Oh man, it's an upskirt shot, and like yeah. You, well, this is like yeah, this isn't fan service. This is like yeah, yes. Yeah, but I'm saying that's the narrative. Yeah, that's the narrative, right. right? Like if my mom told me like, "Hey, mom, what do you think of anime?" <laughs> like my mom would probably and anime and sex, she'd probably be like, "Oh well, you those big breasted women and bl- and the upskirt shots or whatever and shit like that." Like she would essentially be thinking of like anime porn or hentai or whatever. Yeah. But I feel like the, like with this right, like it is kind of like what you said before, George, is that it uses its sex, its violence, its imagery to convey emotion, to convey action, to convey like different things in its story. And I feel like, I think it's, it's a little bit over the top, but I think that it skirts the line of over the topness to the point where it's like trying to express something rather than just being like, Hey, here's a titty. Yeah. Yeah. Here's an upskirt shot or whatever. Like it's not useless. And I think that that's the thing. That's, that's why in my head, when all these sex scenes were happening, I wasn't, I wasn't like ew, gross. I was like, oh fuck, like right. what's happening? You know what I mean? Like, and again, there's never a moment where yeah, like, I was the disgusted. Real fucking world. And I think we are just having we, again, like I mentioned earlier. Like, I think we might, we maybe just are just having these conversations because it is anime. Because we wouldn't have these conversations if it was a movie or in like this fucking whatever. Like, I saw a video yeah, drone man. If it was a yeah, if it was a HBO mm-hmm. show, we wouldn't have. Yeah. We wouldn't even blink an eye at it. Yeah. But I think we got focused but on that. And I also not, think so. the show is also, uh, uh, it, it has a really, really strong two leads um, and their relationship and their dichotomy and also the sexual tension between them is fascinating to watch and is fucking delicious. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What uh, I, we said this, I said this on the, um, on the episode with Miranda and I said that, you know, uh, what's the name of the, uh, Kuroko no Basuke is like Dragon Ball Z with basketball 
with like just a sprinkle of gay, mm-hmm. like just like just a little light drizzle. But like, who boy, means very this gay, show though. is a whole bunch. <laughs> yeah, th- this show, this show is a whole bunch of it. Yeah, my favorite you way s- describing yeah. this is Yuri on Ice watched My Chemical Romance. Like, yeah, it, it's it's. It's, yeah, it, it pretends like it's not because like it's a Japanese animation and they can't really go down that path. I mean, same, do same. they really? Do they really pretend that it's not? Because there's an entire again, no, not huge spoiler. There's an entire gay sex scene in the show. Sorta, but not. Sorta, NATO will pull the clip up. They're fucking <laughs> the entire time. Yeah, I suppose. Not the characters I'm talking about, but there's two. There's side characters that. Yeah, but like. Yeah, that. but I mean with the main two characters. Oh. I don't know. It's implied. Yeah, because in, I, I in saw, the club, you see yeah. there's boys on boys, girls on girls, boys on girls. Boys like, on dogs. Yeah. There's a dog there. Mm. If you look in the back. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah, there's there's all of that. But, the, yeah, but I mean with, like, the main two characters, it's like this, are they ever gonna, nah. Oh, actually, is he actually really gay or is he like girls or, yeah. Because there's, there's, yeah. there's a, by the way, there's a, speaking of that, I know exactly what scene you're referencing and it's the scene in, I'm not going to spoil it too much again. There's a scene in when they go up to, or when Akira goes up to Ryo's apartment and I saw that clip before I even watched the show and it's the audio of two dudes sitting five feet apart from each other in the hot tub because they're totally not gay. <laughs> and like when they jump in the pool. And that that scene made me go, all right, I'll watch this show. Yeah. Like, I have no idea what this is this is referencing, but this Vine meme is like what got me into it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Are they? Will they? Won't they? We'll never mm-hmm. know. Nice. Um, so noise, <laughs> noise. Uh, so anyway, the non so non spoilery thoughts. Would you recommend this to somebody, or would you kind of be adverse to recommending this I to really every, would. every anime it's, fan? It's you know, it's like that thing, like. I just want people to see it. Like, even though, like, I, like, I don't even want to tell people about, like, I want them to just go in and get shot. I want them to be shocked by the sex and the violence and stuff like that. It, it's like, it's nearly part of the whole thing. Like, even me, when I first watched it, didn't realize that was all going to happen. That when that first club scene happens, I'm like, holy fuck, holy shit. All right. This is the anime. This is like, especially yeah. because it's a Netflix show and like their track record on anime is not being really that well. Like they're the anime they've been producing. Like it's not been that well. Like, yeah. like Little Academy is well, pretty I mean, good. Netflix goes there, you know. Yeah, but like they've like the last good one, like last old anime they tried to do was Be- uh, Bam or Blam, I think it's called. And yeah, that was that's a really good. That's some of pe- a lot of people's favorite like manga they've ever read, mm. and the animation mm. and the anime itself is not good. And it's all mm. yeah, it's all. Netflix funded and produced and stuff like that, and it's not real good. So I, I went in with low expectations. And man. So what about you? What about you, George? Would you recommend this um, to somebody or no? I would recommend in the pretense, like I would all, like I would set up, like like what this show is is like we've been focusing on the violence and the sexual nature is a big part of it, but it sort yes. of is this sort of frenzy of colors and sights and sounds that like the viewer, like it, it's really unsettling and it's a wacky crazy ride even for the viewer so like if you're in for like a show that is violent and sexual and you have these two leads that are very you're not really sure what their motivations are specifically Rio um and you want something a little bit different, maybe something like if you were to watch a movie, like you're gonna, I'm gonna watch a Cronenberg film, or I'm gonna watch a Lynchian yeah. film, like <laughs> something off the beaten path that is also very sexual and violent. Um, 
I would recommend it as that if you want something very different um, and also be also beautiful. It's a gorgeous fucking show. Like it, it excesses mm. in its violence and sex, but it's it's fucking gorgeous. It really is. Nice. So I'm trying to make sure that we actually do give ratings and stuff. But yeah, the, for the non-spoiler thought, we're not going to give a full rating because we want to make sure that we can expound upon our different ideas. Uh, but I, I would say the same thing as you guys is that I would recommend it to like my hardcore anime fans because a lot of my hardcore anime fans that I know are like dudes in their 20s or whatever um would not recommend this to anybody who's like in high school or like 15 or whatever um (laughs) definitely not um but like I think anyone who's who knows what anime is is aware of the anime industry to a certain extent and is like okay with hypersexualized hyperviolence sort of stuff I'd be I would be completely comfortable with saying hey you should check this out you should watch it um but to the layman anime fan I don't think I would ever like sit them down you know what i mean sure like it's kind of hard to go from dragon ball z to this you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah see i, like, I don't I, know I, if I that jump the opposite. like i wouldn't even do it from like anime fans like jumping into this like i think it's that much of a, a difference from like like normal anime these days it, that like i th- it, it does hark back to the 80s animes where like a lot of people our age watched that stuff and maybe watched it not realizing it was anime and stuff like that. And so, that, as I said, like, I'd bring people in that watched all these, like, heavy HBO shows and stuff like that. Yeah, Devilman really, Crybaby like, feels like it would fit right in in the mid to late 90s when MTV was showing Eon Flux later in the night. Yeah. Uh, that's exactly, like, Devilman Crybaby, like... I think it, yeah, I I with the end. I, had a flashback. I would be like, I think it is if you're, well, even no, I think maybe I am more with NATO. If you are a person who enjoys just media and wants something a little bit different from the anime genre that is well put yeah. together, uh, but it is also violent, sexual, and maybe that'll challenge your thoughts a little bit. Uh, yeah, and I'm not saying like it's this grand fucking genius work, but I think it is challenging, and I think it is a very well made and thoughtfully made. Um, and yeah, very empty. It's very Eon Fluxy a little bit. <laughs> I would agree. Yes. Like the second you said Eon Flux, yeah. I had a flashback. Just the 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 fly and the eyelashes. God, that that image is so like embedded in my mind. There you go. All right, so those are our non-spoilery thoughts. Again, we would recommend it on a uh, on with certain conditions. We would recommend it. So we are going to go into our spoilery thoughts after a commercial. But, Nato, what are we doing next week, just so the people know? Uh, Ninja Scroll. The, cool. So the we're doing Ninja movie. Scroll with who? So you dedicate a bit more time, because it's like an hour and a half mm-hmm. long movie. Uh, quick. Who are we doing, with? Who are doing it uh, with? Brendan White. Cool. Quick question. Right. Um, George, because, uh, and maybe, maybe, because is there an easy way to watch Ninja Scroll right now? Because I know it's a sort of an older thing. Um, it's just come on to Anime Lab in Australia, okay. so th- somebody in America might have picked up the copyright l- okay. rights to it. I was just wondering, because it. it is a very, like, man, that fucking thing goes places, and it's old as well, so I wasn't sure if anyone had the rights to it. And also, like, I remember wa- mm. I remember listening to an episode of A-plus Anime, and I wanted to watch, uh, mm. it was a horror one, I can't remember the name of it, but I couldn't find it anywhere. And I was like, well, that's a bummer. Um uh berserk it wasn't berserk it was i mean not berserk sorry um <laughs> uh helsing no not helsing oh okay oh, let's okay. move on it'll come back to me yeah parasite it'll come to you no close it was that one before that <laughs> this is the whole episode now well we'll figure it out later <laughs> yeah. but usually whenever we tell people the, the, okay 
quick side note for like running an anime show is that it's so hard to tell people to watch something because the rights yeah. are split so dumbly yeah. between so many different services mm. and it's like between like again like anime lab and crunchy roll like you want to know something funny i can't watch anime in english in japan yeah because Crunchyroll Japan has no rights, essentially, no. because they've given their rights Crunchy to the Roll English version. Crunchyroll in Australia version. has no English either. It's all yeah. So, like, I have to go through these weird back roads to find ways of finding it. Thankfully, I have, like, a lot of anime from when I was back in the States that I've already, like, bought and downloaded or whatever. But, like, the thing about this, about anime, is that it's so weird is because the opinions on either side are so varied. Like, I know, like, half the anime fans that I know are, like, if I can't find it on Crunchyroll, I'm going straight to, like, anime, like fake anime site and just watching it mm-hmm. you know what i mean and we're getting to a point in the anime industry now where like the people that are making the most money in the anime industry aren't even the people it's making the, the anime it's the publishers yeah. the distributors and publishers yeah like that's which is nuts to me to the point where like i think either either trigger or like one of those bigger studios that has like a bigger name for themselves is like starting a patreon-esque sort of service slash like direct to, direct to consumer service because they're not making any money and that the reason why they're not making any money is because of situations like these publisher separations. Like I think um, like either Amazon's uh, Amazon like uh, strike yeah, or whatever done. just finished, yeah, right? Because they're like, like why? Like why did it even exist in the first place? Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's so many questions, and it's so dumb. I think it is because that but, money is so good yeah. and people want it. Yeah. Delicious. Just have everything Bummer. beyond everything. Like, put it on Netflix, let me download it. That's the only reason why I was able to watch Devilman Crybaby is because I could easily find it and download it and watch it whenever I, whenever I wanted. And guess what? The people who made it got paid by Netflix, so I'm giving the money to Netflix. So, anywho, watch Ninja Scroll. If you have a problem finding it, let us know, and we will find a way to get it for you. Yeah. So, we are going to take a small commercial break, and we were going to come back. We're going to talk about the post... Or, not the post credit scene. Talk about the the entire show in its entirety with spoilers it's only 10 episodes so it shouldn't be too bad so we'll be right back after this commercial break bye hey there listener thank you so much for checking out a plus anime if you like the show there are more like it on okbeast.com you should check out the okbeast podcast where ian and blessing talk video games and more also check out the okbeast youtube channel for all the nerdy content that your heart can possibly take thank you for listening and we are back to a plus anime with your full spoilery thoughts we're gonna do these in the lightning round what nato what were you gonna say no no i clicked like to get us back in from the break and you said like hello at the exact same time i clicked and i was like oh god <laughs> oh no that's fine don't worry about it uh so jerry you're our guest go for it akira busts a gallon nut on the goddamn ceiling after he oh. has horny vision <laughs> oh shit i forgot about that scene <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, dog. Oh, God. I forgot about the bust in the nut thing. What was your reaction when that happened? Because it's like, because again, like we talked in the first part, like it's it's very sexual and violent show. And so like at that point in the episode, there's not anything. I was like, oh, hey, a nice normal episode. He literally has horny vision and then busts a nut on the goddamn ceiling. Oh, yeah, because he starts seeing through clothes at that scene, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's like got a he's like a cat or whatever. Yeah, a cat can see through clothes. No, I'm saying like his eyes are gr- like bright green, kind of like the cat that's in the house. Oh yeah, yeah. And he has like the black theme or whatever. Dude, I forgot that he busted a massive nut. Yeah, because he's super horny, and then he ha- he has to find uh Cerezi? What's her name? Uh, Celine. Or... So, yeah, there's the yeah. Uh, the her is I guess I forget the name of the uh, the devil that he is inhabiting. Uh, his name, Amon. Amon right. Um, How do I remember all of the names yeah. in this show? But I can't remember like. Anyways, else lightning round. Ooh. 
But like, yeah, so he, <laughs> the reason why I laughed so hard at that is that someone on Twitter was like, devil man is great, but I'll never stop thinking about the butt, the busted nut. Did he clean that? How did he clean it? How did he get rid of the garbage? Like, I want to see that scene is what someone on Twitter said recently. Yeah. That's some straight up like scary movie one <laughs> kind of fucking busted nut scene. Where that dude yeah, just anyway. fucking unloads and <laughs> the poor girl gets like stuck to the roof because he's, and then like he, it leaves him like this just like frail dead man on the ground nearly because he's just. But that's not busted, the busting nut as as years. unforgettable as it is. It's not really a major plot point of the rest of the no, movie. Cry, no, but it was no, it's it not. Was a good but I way, want it to be. Yeah, it was a I good starting point. It was a good starting point. <laughs> I, I appreciated that. But yeah, so let me get these thoughts out of the way before I forget. Uh, so that final scene of the final post credit scene of of Miki and Akira on the motorcycle killed me. I am like like emotionally distraught by that final post credit scene. Yeah, uh, right. I, I haven't seen the like, e- of the-, the end, but everyone keeps post. That's the thing that everyone keeps posting. Was like I'm just dead inside now. <laughs> yeah, like so. I didn't realize how much it hit me until wait wait I what, what are watched you someone... like how what are you up to then George if you haven't seen that I watched one? episode one <laughs> I'm on episode five or six okay so we won't spoil ending then okay the ending ending but yeah there is there is a post credit scene with with the two main characters on a bicycle or on a, a motorcycle together and like just that face that Mickey makes I'm just like <sighs> life life is grand <laughs> and I think that that's kind of like the theme of the show overall is that like. A lot of like is that life, while seemingly insignificant and like tons of things can go wrong, I think it's still worth living. Is like kind of like what, what I got out of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Is that being a crybaby is okay. Being empathetic, your emotions can be powerful. They're they're not inherently weak or negative. Right, because Rio is definitely the, pol- the complete polar opposite. I mean, I know it's a small, small, he's is he Satan apparently? He's the devil Is he actually Satan? Is that what I? You'll see. You'll see. Okay. I don't want to You'll spoil see. it. I don't want to okay. spoil it. Yeah, I don't want to do it either. But. Okay. But anyways, right. We have, we have um, R- not Rio. Akira is definitely more empathetic, um, where yes. Rio is just completely cold-hearted and doesn't give a shit about any person Man, or anyone. Like, um, I'm actually more excited now because I thought you'd finished it and you were sad about it because now I really want, like, I can't wait to, he- like, as soon as you finish the end... <laughs> I want your opinion. Text us. I like. I want you to DM me the, your opinions. Like, it, it, it could be three a.m. my time. I'll try and wake up because I wanted. Like, God, that end. Ian knows. Ian knows that ending is just fucking. It's Jesus. bonkers, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like what? Like what are your like? I want to ask your thoughts, George. What are your like emotional thoughts on the show? Um, like now that we can go tell into us, spoilers, tell us the roller coaster. Um, I have like a lot of questions. Like I, I, I'm concerned. Like if it all gets wrapped up at the end, like is it a definitive oh, yeah. end by the end of this show? Oh yeah. Is it a definitive <laughs> end? Oh okay. yeah. Because it feels yes. like because Delman Crybaby is obviously like it is a it is like it is on like the ground of all this work that came before it, and that's obviously mm-hmm. on display because there are characters that were in the old show, like uh, whatever the bird lady is who wants to have sex with him on. Um, yeah, Selena. yeah, because I wanted to know more about her and and her partner, but you know they're just kind of there yeah. and then they're done. There's a whole bunch that they've cut out of the 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 manga. Like they've shortened it so they could have it just at a like a quick ten episodes. Because there are key scenes that like nearly change the relationship between, like confirm the relationship between Ryu and Akira mm-hmm. that they've cut out of the man uh, out of the anime. That I'm, I I don't know how I feel about that yet. Where like. 
I don't know if I did like the feelings confirmed between the two of them or whether like I did like the ambiguous and my my own imagination can kind of make the relationship in my mind that I, this is what I perceive mm-hmm. their relationship to be rather than being told what their relationship was. And like at the point so, where I'm at, it feels like uh, we're, we're, it's where the show's really going to dive deeper into who Rio actually is and what his intentions yes. are. Um, and so he's still a mystery to me, uh, but I'm excited to see what they do with Akira um, and how they really develop that empathetic side of Because, again, like he is a devil, but um, there's obviously an arc there, and I'm interested to see where that goes. Um, but the more yes. that it's less... Like, the first few episodes are really, like, trying to, like, okay, this is what the show is. You saw that nightclub scene? Okay, that's what this show is. Okay, now let's actually, yeah. like, tell, like, let's actually build, like, get these characters to their arc and where they want to be and what we want this show to be. Um, yeah. Mm. Yeah. But, yeah. No, there, there is one scene, I don't know if you've hit it yet, where, like, where he's he he becomes nearly the savior of the humanity like of not not humans themselves but like somebody's humanity if that makes sense mm-hmm. and mm. that that's a really powerful scene. How do we feel? And like oh yeah, sorry. Go ahead, Nato. No, I think yeah, no, that was actually a really good lead off. Like I think that was the yeah. end of my statement. How do we feel about <laughs> the part where he has to kill with the demon that kills his mother and father? Because we're not really like. We're not attached. We don't know anything about his mother and father, really. But he's obviously extremely affected, and we know that they're because he lives with um, with was is it the parents? Mickey. Mi- yeah, Mickey's, Mickey's parents. Family. I wasn't one hundred percent sure if that's who if he was just hanging out with them yeah. or if that's who he was staying with. Um, yeah, he lives with. But them. even yeah, he lives with them. even though I don't know about his parents, uh, I thought it was an effective scene. One because it's really well done, but also because just how much it affects uh, Rio as a character. Uh, and because for those first few episodes after the nightclub scene, once he is, uh, the devil man, um, yeah, we mm-hmm. don't see that humanity until around the middle of the show again. Well, I start to show up. That's when he starts mm-hmm. crying again. That's when he, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. what did you guys think about that scene? Um, I actually think that that scene encapsulates one of the, hmm, one of, one of my pr- air quote problems with the mm-hmm. show, um, is that. Like exactly what George was saying is that like there are these scenes that if you know who these characters are and you care about them, right? Or if you've seen the past materials or if you watch the OVAs or whatever, if you know more about the, the property, you'd be like, oh my God, you'd be gutted, right? But I feel like more often than not when there are these hyper-emotional scenes there that are mixed with the violence, that it's kind of like, oh yeah, this is Akira's parents. Yeah. They're dead mm-hmm. now. But you don't really know anything about them really. You don't really... Yeah. Like, I understand what they were trying to do. It, yeah, right? it's the, try- and I the balance fully... of trying to make it focused, but sometimes they make it too focused that they don't give it enough, but then, like, you don't want the other side where they're, like, we're mm. bogged down with too much details because they're trying to tell yeah. this really hyper-focused story of, like, what's going yeah. on. So, But, like, because like, you don't really need to know about his parents. Like, you know they're mm. doctors and you they're, yeah, they're out traveling. But, like... Mm. You just, they're his fucking parents. Like, everyone yeah. has parents. So, like, mm-hmm. you, that's yeah. all you really need. Of like, But that's what I'm trying yeah. to say is, though, is that, like, just because, like, I, I get it. I understand what they're trying to do, yeah. and I completely respect it. And, like, when I first watched it, it did hit me, like, Jesus Christ, man. Like, this is fucked up. Like, he up. hasn't seen but, his like, mom I, for years, and she's now she's like, dead. 
Yeah, like, I'm going to compare this to the Jiraiya scene, right? Like, in, oh, in Naruto. Yeah. If you know nothing about Naruto, right? Like, there's a character that you, you learn to love and care about, and you have these emotions with these adventures with, and then, and then he dies, right? And that scene broke me emotionally. Yeah. Like, I still think about it to, to this day. But and then I feel like you the difference think, between like, you don't that really scene... know much about Jiraiya. Like you just know, yeah, he, but it's he, like training. you have these moments with him, right? Yeah. Like there are, there's a long yeah, period of time true. where you do the characters spend time with him, right? And yeah. like I feel like without having that emotional weight to these characters, I feel like a lot of these crybaby scenes, right? We have the devil man scenes and the crybaby scenes. Like I feel like the crybaby scene with the with the parents kind of like left me like, ow, that hurts, but I didn't, it didn't linger. Yeah, I agree. Right? There are scenes yep. in the show that do linger for a long time for me personally, like the the Miko arc. Uh, that I still think about that now. The the last final post credit scene that still hits me now. Uh, the scene with the younger brother and hit and uh, Miki's parents that scene still hits me now. But I feel like there are some scenes that are supposed to be emotional and evocative that don't really hit because we don't have enough right. time to spend with these characters. Yeah, and I but, think that's but you could the biggest like, problem. The Naruto comparison is perfect for it because like Naruto's in that same scenario as well, where like grew up not really with his parents, not knowing with his and like the scenes where his parents do show up in the Naruto anime is fucking like gut wrenching. But like. That's only like, that's because all the context you need to know is they're his parents. While where you say with the Jiraiya thing, it's because he needs those moments to build that relationship with Jiraiya because Jiraiya is technically not his parents. So he's, like, well, he's yeah, I, I guess so. But like, think about this scene. Think about the parents scene in a different way. Yeah. What if instead of his parents, it was. It was Miki's parents that went and picked them up. They're like, "Oh, well, we got to go to the airport to pick up Miki's uh, to pick up your parents." And then we get there, and then it's Miki's parents that were like that because Miki's parents are the ones that raised him, that took care of yeah, him. Yeah, but right? I, like, I didn't have a connection with them to him. Like with the but scene, I'm saying we, the, the yeah, but I'm saying we spend the, all this time, right? Yeah. We spend all this time with them, right? And they're in a lot of scenes that we we have these scenes where like we know who they are, like even just visually, right? And I'm saying that scene for me would have been way more powerful if like Miki's like, oh, I'm gonna go meet my parents up at the airport, and then Akira's like, oh, I'll go too, and then boom like that scene that same scene plays out it's just miki's parents instead miki is like horrified miki is devastated and then unless it was miki attacking her parents but anyway we're we're arguing semantics but my argument is that like a lot of scenes felt not as emotional because of the short amount of time that we had right and that's one of my yeah it feels like the movie cut of an adaptation the movie adaptation of devil man right like it works but there's still like there's a nuance there that you're sort of missing because you don't know the source material because they don't have time they only have this much time so yeah yeah and i completely that's it's funny that the show has the the title devil man and crybaby these two polar opposites because i feel like there are scenes specifically in the show that are like hey here's a devil man scene here's a crybaby slash real world scene here's a devil man scene here's a here's a crybaby emotional scene right and I feel like that's kind of like how the show for me mentally, that's how I like separate the show mentally into scenes. Yeah. Right. And I want to talk about this one, this one sh- part of the show that I don't know if you guys have the same thought process with. Right. And then we can, we can go into our, our final ratings. What did you think about the police scene with the, the uh, hooligans? There's a scene where the hooligans oh, are in, yeah. right. they're in a where, store where, like, and, the, the, and the police the, draw guns on them. Right. The track guy, like, blames them for like thief being a thief yeah like, oh, thief like thief that. thief yeah so i heard this is from another anime reviewer or whatever but like this guy was saying that 
this scene was supposed to like convey police brutality in America. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know if that's what they were trying to convey. As a person like, that doesn't live in America and only sees your like your guys country through like media and stuff like that that scene is a hundred percent how i see america yeah and mm. like in japan for people i don't know most police officers i would say like we, we don't have guns here yeah like like not I, I don't even think any police officers have guns like i don't think i've seen a single one with a gun ever right meanwhile in america every single police worker is strapped and like that scene for me felt like it it, I don't know. I felt like I was watching an American cartoon. Yeah, it felt you know I mean? like it felt like seeing something from the a distance, like seeing it from outside of the house. Because I, I get what they're going for, and I think it is effective. Uh, but in the context of the show, it felt weird because as soon as I, because that in that moment, I thought it was the United States, right? When the the show was not taking place in the United yeah. States. Um, but also maybe I don't know. Like it doesn't feel. Th- real earned or valid yeah it doesn't it feels like they i can definitely see they're trying but i'm like ah mm, i feel like you're missing something here and it's not this simple yeah, it's not this a big clean component that they don't really address yeah yeah as, as yeah. a non-american it doesn't feel weird for me whatsoever like that just feels like media because of like how drenched the rest like that's why i think like as a, a japanese company making that scene it didn't feel weird and as an australian it didn't feel weird watching that scene like it didn't feel like i was jumping between like america and japan like it's just media to me because like that's how much your culture has like affected the world of like that's how we feel the world is i can see that yeah and i feel yeah, yeah. and I, I definitely feel i definitely commend them right because so many you, you like uh, u.s based media programs don't even address this issue at all they don't even talk about police and how how the police view each other or whatever and like miki walks up and is like what are you guys doing put the guns down they don't have anything like miki i feel like is the and, and in the um the themes of the story she is the idyllic human she yeah, is right. someone who yep. has hope she is someone mm-hmm. who is like smart beautiful like f- kind forgiving not a bad bone in her body like she is like what we all strive to be right mm-hmm. and like that moment it I was like, wow, yeah, hell yeah, Miki, you tell him. Like, I was like, I felt this, I felt an emotional, evocative response from that. Yeah, and I think it also works, it may not work in the fact that it's Japan, but it works in the fact that we are in, the the world Devilman Crybaby is making is people are corrupt and have evil in their hearts and are bad. And so in that sense, it works because these are police officers, people who are supposed to protect, but yet they abuse their power and they, uh, they're very quick to judge and prejudice. Um, yeah. yeah and i feel like that that like but i do agree with what you're saying that like there was a part of me where it was like yeah eh, yeah totally it's a little bit it's a little bit off but again i commend them for the effort mm-hmm. right and the fact that they even addressed that in in this anime in the first place was awesome and on top of that they also address um foreigner slash racial issues in japan in this show which i thought was super cool and like it, it didn't need to be a huge scene and it was very subtle to me where miki you you learn by looking at her family she's uh biracial her dad is a white guy i think he's an american yeah white blonde haired dude with a beard mm. and then her her mom is japanese yeah and there's a scene where she's about to get beat up and she says oh are the the guys who are going to beat her up are like oh yeah you're you're a foreigner you're a guy and you have green eyes look at you oh i knew you weren't really japanese and that's like a that's like a important scene for someone who lives in japan because that's the thing like people who are half japanese half anything else don't really ever get fully accepted if they don't look quote-unquote air quotes look they don't Japanese. pass and yeah. that's a big thing in japan yeah like japan passing or whatever um and 
I, that scene like really hit me because, you know, I have a Japanese girlfriend. I'm a foreigner. Like those scenes have happened to like half foreigners I know. Like, and that was like rough. Mm-hmm. And I thought again, Devilman. As much as it is about the hyper violent, hyper sexual, hyper out there scenes, there are these small moments, these these scenes that are like pretty grounded and pretty real, mm-hmm. even within well, the I, I midst of all those things. I think it's more just like a, a look, a good look at all the aspects of humanity, from the positive, <clears throat> like the, the super positive, down to the super negative, and that's why we we have so much hyper violence and sexuality because like Western society is all about like violence and stuff like that well like a lot of like eastern society is a lot about like sexuality and like nudity and stuff like that and like i think mm. there's all that negative side while it like miki is like the positive side of society and then as we've said before like before like about police society and even culture itself and greed and corruption and it just shows it's like this the whole of the anime is just a spectrum of humanity and from extreme positive to extreme negative and i am more talking about now just like we've talked now like i think i've come more to that conclusion that that that's really what this anime is about like humanity in general the hyper extremes yeah the devil men and the (laughs) crybabies yeah exactly George, do you have anything else? That no, you want to say? Nana just wrapped it up, like head? fucking playing the titular Devil Man and the Crybaby, and the, like, yeah, we're the real Rocking yeah. Dead. I think, yeah, I, every time we're I discuss weird. or read about this, it gets more and more complex. <laughs> we're the real. Yeah, like, like we, like I said, we started this show like talking that. about like um, it is violent and sexual, but it's obvious. Like I said, it's very deliberate and it is intelligent and it is well done. Um, yeah. Yes. There you go. I, I have one last thing I want to just get your guys' opinions on, and that's uh, my favorite arc in this entire show is the arc between Miki and Miko, and I feel like that storyline of, goes, like... Yeah. Or the, not not the goat part. That was kind of weird No, I say it I'm goes places. Tr- I say, I was, oh, okay. Yeah. But, yeah, it does go places, and I feel like that whole, like... It feels like the, a slice they, of life. Like yeah, it they, feels like that's like a real like the, all the track scenes together feel like a slice of life. If you cut out all the Devil Man shit and just put all the Miko Miki drama stuff in one anime, mm. that is its own thing. Like that feels like this really down to earth story about a girl who just wants her own identity and like wants to be good at something, but she can't because of physical limitations that that were like that are given to her, right? Like and miko all she wants to be is just miki she just wants to be the her name right yeah but then this girl that is that is her friend air quotes or whatever frenemy like is her but better everything about her but better and she wants to be that but she knows she knows she never can be like the right way right and like that scene and like just explaining that now like fuck man like that hurts you know like even more than the main story of devil man like that just hit me in in such a in like a weird place and I just wanted to know what your guys' thoughts on it were. Um, maybe I haven't gotten to the end of that complete arc because, like, I don't know. Like, for, for me, that wasn't as strongly as it, I think for, for you. Um, I think mm. I, I really like both those characters. I specifically like Miko more. Uh, and uh, mm. what they do with her is really interesting because I, I think I'm in the I think I'm in the rising action of that relationship right now. Um, because I yeah mm. she's she yeah stuff happens to her like a lot of stuff happens to Miko. So yeah, I don't think I have all the information because right now I'm like hmm I, I this is going somewhere and I'm not sure. But yeah, 
Well, I'm saying even conceptually, right? Like, just like there's a girl, they have the same name, and then this other is girl better, right. is yeah. called a nickname her whole life just because of this other girl that right. she's friends with. Even like, even like the Yuris in Yuri on Ice, the two Yuris. Right. Yeah. I mean, but they have their own identity, and people That's identify true, yeah. them separately, right? Like Yuri and Yuri. Yeah, like, But still, like this other girl like is co- it's completely left in this girl's shadow, and that like just killed me. I guess like coming from coming from a family of like all brothers, we all look the same. Everyone connects us together. Like I look a lot like my dad. And like it's not the it's not in a parallel story or whatever, but like always having this connection to someone that you don't necessarily want to be connected to is like this thing where it's like like identity and like self identification and like being your own person is such a powerful message in that arc or whatever, in that story. Yeah. And it just hit me, man. Mm-hmm. But yeah. If does anyone else want to have our final words, our final ratings of, of Devil Man? Oh, go A plus to an F. What's at. our what's our A plus to an F? Nato, well, it's an A A plus for me. Dang! All right, George, what are your what are your ratings uh, so far? I think it's an A plus as well. Like it's, we we re- reiterated again and again. Like it is. I uh, in terms of animation, it is so well done and beautiful to watch. Even though it is so violent, it's like a beautiful fucking tragedy. It is really really wonderful. Um, yeah, for me, it's shit. It is kind of like it, a, it really is a beautiful like tragedy. A it's, it's tragedy. A, yeah, it really is. Um, like it's not gonna be God. for ev- yeah. And George hasn't even seen the yeah, end. Yeah, it's not yet. really yeah. for everyone. But like when I think of what they set out to do with this show, I think they they did it very expertly and very well done. Yeah, and I would definitely agree. Uh, solid A. There are some. It's not. Or I would say like A or A minus. Like approach, like nearing B plus, because there are some things that like they really didn't hit mm-hmm. with me, but there are some things. The highs are so high, yeah. Visually, story wise, arc wise, like they just hit me, man. And I know I've said that line like a hundred times in the show, but there are some scenes that are emotionally evocative in a short amount of time. Like I'm surprised I was so taken aback in ten episodes. And I really do think that you should check it out if you're into that. If you, you know, trigger warning, it's like really violent and sexual. If you're not into that, so yeah, just so you know. But yeah, that has been our a plus anime episode uh yeah how do you guys feel you guys happy with it you guys happy with our ratings yes. i am happy i feel like mine is a little bit higher maybe just because i don't have the knowledge in the background as much as you do but i think even if that i, th- I can recognize like this is well made uh, this is a well made piece of media uh yeah some piece, piece of, of meat. meat this is a nice, <laughs> this is a nice, <laughs> nice piece of <laughs> anime right so, here yeah. Ooh. Ooh, it's a spicy noise. Definitely spicy. Anyway. Jesus, that fucking meme. No, <laughs> nobody has context for that meme except for you. It doesn't matter, dude. So anyway, any feedback, make sure you tweet us at OKBeastNow with the hashtag A plus anime. Or you can always email me at Ian at OKBeast.com. And of course, obviously, if you have a minute, leave us a review on iTunes because, you know, it helps other people find a great anime and great friends to talk about. So this has been A plus anime. I am Ian. That was NATO. This was, wait, what's your tag? What's the full tagline? That was the social media thought leader, George Cruz Alvarez from Irrational Passions. Georgian, thank you for coming on and talking anime with thank us. Thank you for having me. It was wonderful. Wasn't it? We should it have a pleasure. you more on more yeah. often. I know. I just want all the people we have on. Like, right? I, I, like I want like a like a hundred man panel with all our friends and like we just sit there like like the UN of anime. Oh my god. UN of anime. I will say once again, just because I really want people to fucking y'all just just look up the trailer for Belladonna of Sadness. I don't think a lot of people know about it, and it's just like the most yes. fuck wild fucking thing. Anyways, something. Yeah. A hundred anime reviewers land on an oh, island. God. Anyway, so 
Anyway, everybody, thank you for listening. Love each other. And Nato, what do we say at the end? Watch Love each other anime. and watch, watch some, anime. some anime. Say goodbye, boys. Bye. 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 Next time on A Plus Anime, Nato continues to be Australian, and Ian realizes he loves sports anime a little too much. What anime will they review next? Find out next time on A Plus Anime.